2: This episode is sponsored by Greenwood Bank. What do you say to the the business owner or the content creator who, you know, I hear this all the time, uh, I'm an introvert, or, you know, I don't wanna be in front of the camera, or, you know, uh, that's just not for me. What do you say to those people?
3: Are you really an introvert? Are you really shy of being on camera? Or do you fear what people are gonna say about you? Or do you fear what somebody's gonna think about you and and, and maybe some insecurities that you have. That's what you're really afraid of. It's not that you can't speak on camera because I just heard you on the phone talking to your cousin and you sound pretty good to me. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It got to do with man, I feel like if I put this out, somebody going to say something bad about me. Somebody going to notice something really that I'm already saying about myself. So I already got these subconscious thoughts about myself and I don't want anybody else to see it.
0: So what you want to do, you want to build a
3: team of
0: people who are operating in their gift. I want to find somebody who's great at communicating. I want to find somebody who's great at systems and operations. I want to find somebody who's great at product development. I want to find somebody who's great at accounting. And because the job is going to get done the best way and my product is getting to the hands of the consumers and I can stay doing what God called me to do. And that's the easiest way to grow a business. A lot of us got great products. You're just trying to be the face of everything. And because of that, what happens is we don't even get to see what God has for us because it's a me thing, not a we thing.
3: Pay attention and listen, we're about to teach class. Inside the boat, my man asked cash. So get your man right. Thursday night, 8 p.m. You see him, we change all that. Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprints the wealth, and all of Forget it while you can, and he's standing right here. This coming at the phone and see black millionaires. all oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Inside the and see black oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah You won't Ash
2: Cash, you can catch it right here in the Alright, so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash The greatest money mindset show on the planet When I tell you I have a powerful episode for you today We have the living legends are in the building The men who are taking faith and grind and being able to inspire you to maximize your full potential to another level we have Dr. Jake Tyler and brother Ben X in the building so with it, what's up brother what's, what's, going, over on? what's, what's going, going on what's going on man peace i got to make that ah! happy, man. peace <laughs> and blessings um i'm mean, i'm excited for this interview this is an interview that i i, I really um admire uh, because I've been fan of you both for a while uh, you know dr Jake uh you know talking about infinite banking and really being uh you know my background I'm a, I was a banker 15 yeah. years yeah. Um, and so so lear- learning about that principle and understanding like yeah they, you know you mm-hmm. can become your own bank yeah. uh and you know brother Ben X just like man you have been an inspiration brother like um There's times I watch your content and I'll be like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm feeling down or when I need that uptick and when I need that um, righteousness, you know what I'm saying? Um, And and one of the things that I'm most intrigued about uh, is that you guys come from two different walks of life. And coming from two different walks of life and showing that unity is better than division, um, I think that that's, that's something that... Uh, is powerful within itself. Um, And so for those who don't know, who is Dr. Jake Tyler? Who is Brother Ben X?
0: Go <laughs> <laughs> Uh My name is Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. Um, I'm a business developer. I got started in the financial industry, uh, specializing in insurance, teaching families and businesses how to build their own banking system. And I learned from my dad. My dad taught me at a young age, never depend on the bank for what you can do for yourself. And I actually took it to heart. And I began to study the banking system, study where they put their money and start learning how to mimic exactly what they do for myself, uh, for myself on the back end. And from there, we began to start taking over uh, the country with our concept. And we partnered with Brother Ben, and he taught us how to master this online space. And we end up all across the world teaching this uh, banking concept, teaching people how to be their own bank. And then from there, we just grew companies from there uh, as we began to scale. So that's pretty much who I am and what I've done uh, thus far. And I've been teaching um, financial literacy since 2012. 2013 uh, was the first year I actually got funded by Capital One. Uh, teaching their way until I started teaching how to be the own bank. They didn't fund me no more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's me.
3: Um, well, my name is brother Ben X, uh, student of the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan. And I am the founder of the digital real estate program. I always like to start with, um, the beginning because it kind of how I got to where I am now. I was also, uh, born in prison. Um, I got 21 biological brothers and sisters. Um, I only met like six of them. My biological parents are deceased. Uh, first time seeing my biological father was in his casket. So um, the reason I bring up being born in prison is because the minister teaches us about how Allah God shapes us in the womb. And a lot of times the way that we are shaped and the way that we are brought into the earth sometimes leads us to our purpose. So after hearing that, I used to didn't tell that story about me being born in prison. Um, But after I got a new meaning of what I was born into, I started to talk about it because it was so relatable to people. So being born in prison, you start to think about, you know, what thoughts did my mother have? She probably had thoughts about being free out of prison. She probably had thoughts about liberation. She probably had thoughts about not being confined. Well, it's no coincidence to me that I didn't like being confined in school. It, it makes no coincidence to me that I thought in my mind, I'm not gonna go to school for 12 years, get up, go to a place I don't wanna be just to get a degree or a diploma to go live the same lifestyle as a job. So um, that that I think motivated me and is instilled in me to not be confined, to not be limited to somebody else's thoughts or beliefs. So uh, that has led me, even, even though I was born in prison, now I'm freeing people from their own mental prison, financial prison, and even physical prison as well, sharing the teachings on how to eat to live. So. I developed the digital real estate program by me just being online all the time. I used to always be on my phone. I was always creating skits and the skits started from me having 21 biological brothers and sisters, but I grew up in a household where I was the only child. So me knowing that I got all these siblings, but I ain't got nobody to play with. I played with myself. So this is where the videos come from, me talking to myself on video. This is where the skits come from, or me communicating what's inside of my mind and uh, me and Jake was on a podcast one day and uh, right before I met Jake, I was getting into a mortgage, 15 year mortgage. I wasn't planning on paying it off in two years, paying it off in three years. I was just going to ride that thing out. And he was showing me how much I was going to be paying, you know, along that time. And we was on a podcast saying I basically got digital real estate. Mm-hmm. They telling me to get a fourplex. You rent these three homes out and these three homes will pay for your physical, for the one that you got. Well, I said, I got over 2000 properties. Mm -hmm. Each video that I make online is bringing me residual income Mm -hmm. and I'm making more money on these videos than somebody will make on a physical door. Mm -hmm. So when I came up with that man and developed digital real estate, it was the concept of showing people that first it was called I'm money. Mm -hmm. And the reason it was called I'm money is because I want to show people that we are a medium of exchange of value. Like if I got Uh, If I'm an asset and I chase the God within and the skills within, I don't care if you got Bitcoin, I don't care if you got the fiat dollar, I don't care if we selling bottle tops. Mm -hmm. If I'm valuable, you're going to give me a medium of exchange for what I have to offer. So in the digital real estate program, I teach people how to find their gift because scripture says your gift will make room for you.
2: All right. No, I love that. I love that. And then so um, at what point did it make sense for you guys to come together? To join, you know, to join and create a more, you know, more powerful movement.
3: Um, for me, when I first was introduced to Jake, he was teaching people about life insurance mm-hmm. um, and talking about how you can buy wealth. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was somebody who was showing many people how to make money online, nine thousand in four weeks, eleven thousand in four weeks, and making money online with digital real estate. But you know, there's another piece to that. Yeah, you got to learn how to make money, but how do I protect it? Yeah, you got to make money. But what happens if I'm the sole provider of my household? And as I'm on this journey to making a million, as I'm on this journey to building generational wealth for myself, what happens if something happens to me? What's going to happen to my family? And I saw that he was that missing piece that I needed. And I was the missing piece that he needed. Yes, you can create your own bank and start your own bank, but bank need money. You got to put some money in it. So I got to show you guys or I'm going to show you guys how to actually make money with the digital real estate. He's going to show you how to protect it. And then if I'm going to show you how to make money on digital, well, that's what I just said. If he's showing you how to actually protect it and get that generation of wealth, somebody has to help you continue to make it or else it ain't going to make sense. You're making, you know, a dollar an hour or something like that or you know, $5 an hour. I mean, you can talk about creating your own bank, but it's not going to be effective the way he, you know, teaches, you know, for it to work. So that's for me was uh, when I saw that we was um, great because our community um, heavily depends on credit. Yeah. Um, man, I got to borrow money from the bank and we got to pay somebody back. And a lot of times there's a lot of interest and a lot of times you know, we're being taught to borrow money from the bank, but don't have a solid strategy on how to even use it. So of course it works for many if they got the strategy, but some people, their first thought of, I can't start a business without funding, Mm -hmm. but you can start a business without funding. So for me, that's when I saw that me and Jake was was good because I needed to show them how to actually protect it once they make it. Mm -hmm. And he needed somebody to say how, this is how you actually make the money. I love it. love love Yeah,
0: and for me, um, for me, the very first step was Trying to get this concept I could I was teaching for free for three years Mm -hmm. this private banking concept and nobody Was ready for that conversation Um, And at the time when I really started teaching it, I wasn't even ready for the conversation (laughs) So You know, you just get that information and then after three years of digging and diving and, and testing it for yourself And seeing that it's true. I just got to the point to where I was honestly ready to experience um, teaching it in a uh, to a broader audience, yeah. and God brought Brother Ben in, in my life at the right time because we already had it proven. We already had agents. We already had a financial firm. We had these things in place, uh, but we couldn't. You know, we still teaching in uh, schools and churches, and the the reach wasn't just as far as it could be. The impact wasn't as as strong as it could be. And uh, when I met Brother Ben. Shoot, I think the first five videos he put up of me, he was—he literally said, "I just can I just follow you?" Right. So he followed me. Um, and went to my apartment, and he followed me. Went to the apartment, and then he had like videos already cut up by the end of the day. No, not even the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> he left me an hour, two hours later, his videos cut up ready, and five videos went viral back to back to back. Wow. And I said, "Wait a minute, people want to hear this conversation yeah. about want to be the bank." Yeah. And then, uh, so from there, as the relationship began to start growing. It, he's absolutely right. I'm teaching people how to be the bank, but the number one concept of being a bank is running a business, right. generating cash flow that can come in, and he actually taught that yeah. with this new way of doing business, which was a lot more uh, efficient yeah. uh, for somebody to be able to start, because I believe that the internet's the great equalizer for black wealth. Absolutely. And so because of that, that combination was able to fit, and um, you know, a lot of people would think that our differences because of our religion played a, a played a factor, but that was the last thing that we even thought about. The first thing we thought about was how can we impact other people, yeah. and when we saw that, it was just an easy, easy way for us to kind of build together and just kind
2: of test and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that that that's what I love uh, is the fact that um, you know having two separate religions, but knowing that you know we we are greater together. Can y'all talk a little bit about? um, you know, you know, you know, partnerships like, you know, in business, right? A lot of people want to be the man. A lot of people want to do things themselves, not realizing that if you are able to connect with other people who are, who could, you guys could compliment each other, you could kind of take it further. So how do you make um, you know a partnership work you know you, you know you're you're your own person you're your own person but together you guys have built a powerful movement that not only um you know you're showing the power of the unity but you're also uh you know building other people into leaders as well uh, and I'm seeing that that done in tandem so talk a little bit about that dynamic and the power of the partnerships uh
3: you want to go first you can go um <laughs> I would say um, in, in building a partnership it takes uh it takes time and vision yeah. um I'll start with you know the religion piece um you know the minister said you know your mother said six plus one equals seven mm-hmm. mine said seven plus zero equals seven mm-hmm. my man's over there said three plus four equals seven mm-hmm. and so we meet each other and we start to interact and I'm I got ego problems well my mama said three plus four equals seven. Well, you say, well, nah, my mama says seven plus zero is seven. But when you get down to the root knowledge and stop focusing on the branch knowledge and we get to the root and we see, man, we got different equations, but we all get to the same answer, mm. seven. Mm. So in that, um, the vision that you have has to be bigger than, you know, the, 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 the ego that you may have, you know, leading up into it, because um, if we don't have the same vision or somebody don't have the same vision, mm-hmm. the ego, the differences, I think will get in the way. Yeah. Um, it's like playing basketball. I, I, I grew up playing basketball. If me and the center was into it or me and the point guard was into it, I mean, me and the uh, shooting guard was into it. Yes, we'll have our beasts. Yes, we will have our differences, but we both trying to win this trophy. Yeah. But we both trying to win this game. So us thinking about the end game, winning the game makes us not necessarily ignore these problems, but easier to deal with these problems and actually get over it because we both have the same mission. So I think whenever you get into a partnership, y'all need to have the same vision. Y'all need to have the same um, goals because it's like a marriage. You know, the love going to wear out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the physical, biological need that you have, that's going to wear out eventually. The beauty that you see in her or the beauty that you see in him, that's going to eventually wear out. But what you guys came together to build, that's going to be the sustaining thing. That's going to be the foundation that helps you when you're going through this problem. When, shoot, his breath stink today, her breath stink today. That's what's going to make you say, man, I got to stay because we came together to build something together. So I think that is the, uh, the heavy foundation and then time you know i have problems where you know man i'm i'm want to show you i can make all these videos if y'all take too long yeah. so it's a process it was a process for me i'll speak for me it was a process for me to let go and, and allow the team to help me because I, I've been doing this since 2010. I've been doing this over a decade now. Yeah. Nobody has helped me edit videos. I watch the videos myself. I download the videos myself edit, i put music on it caption. I do all that and I still do it. Mm-hmm. But now we have a team, a media team that can help us do it as well. So when things don't get done, when I want it to get done, I had I had reverted to as if I was working by myself. Well, y'all don't worry about it, I do it not realizing you're putting stress on yourself and you're really forgetting the mission. If you're gonna think about the mission and you're gonna think about the end game, brother, they need you to think right now. They need you to strategize. Well, when you're not strategizing, I mean, you editing. When you editing, you're not strategizing. So we need you to stay here. So me learning how to let go and allow the team to actually help me and realize maybe I am on another level when it comes to quality and time, but I gotta allow them to grow into that because I've been doing it 10 years. Maybe they haven't. So that that that's what I would say man whenever you're building a partnership think really about that end game and that mission because for me it was very hard especially as a solo entrepreneur self employed when you do everything yourself it's kind of hard to let go and let somebody in And
0: I and I think for me um anything that um is God given takes we anything that is you given takes me and a lot of us uh, a lot of us come in thinking that man god gave me this god gave me this vision well if god gave it to you he knew you weren't capable of doing it by yourself in the first place but what ego and pride typically likes to do ego wants to show me and i feel like in any partnership at some form of fashion that always rises up like that that thing in your throat that make you say like your bro he getting all the attention bro you know what i mean but at the end of the day if it's a god thing you know that it's about who got the hot hand it's like a team who got the hot hand right if they got the hot hand make it happen because if it's god thing
1: save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app
0: It's going to surpass you in the first place, which means that you ain't going to be the focal point in, the, you know, anyway. And so um, when it come when it came to that in our partnership and just thinking about the dynamic, I just think about um, one of my favorite chapters uh, in my favorite book is in Exodus. And uh, a guy by the name of Moses led a million person organization out of bondage, led them out of bondage. They end up in a wilderness and his mentor by the name of Jethro um came down because jethro actually trained him how to be a leader um for when he was uh, when he uh, uh left as a uh, as a young kid from his home jethro is teaching moses teaching moses teaching moses moses finally gets people out of egypt uh finally getting them free and then jethro comes in town so you know moses is telling jethro about all the things that he's doing so jethro uh then it says like on the next day so jethro is observing moses and you know moses is you know, everybody looking at him yeah. million person organization yeah, yeah. in these terms, million dollars. Mm-hmm. Everybody seeing you, mm-hmm. everybody coming to you, everybody calling your name. And Jethro looked at Moses unimpressed. Mm-hmm. He say, uh, see what you're doing. You're going to kill yourself and the people, too, wow. because they wait on you day and night and you got to serve them day and night all by yourself. So what does Moses do, just like we do? Man, you understand, God gave me this vision. I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to be the one. Jethro say, listen, man, you can take this advice, take it to God, whatever you gotta do, but I'm gonna tell you how to actually, how you're actually supposed to build an organization. Especially you say God gave it to you. He said, there are three things that you need. These are the three things that I'll tell anybody to use when building a partnership. The first thing he said is that you need to find people who are capable. Now notice he didn't say willing because willing is anybody that wants to be a part of what you got going. And when you're succeeding, everybody willing to take a part, but not everybody's capable to add value. So the first thing you got to look at is who is is this person capable? Well, Brother Ben was capable. Matter of fact, part of our story was most people would never know. I didn't even know how big Brother Ben was. I told Brother Ben, you got to prove to me who you say you are. Brother Ben said, I bet. Before you know it, Brother Ben flood every single pipeline we had of leaves. We picked up the phone, yeah, this brother Ben sent me. We go looking at text, brother Ben sent me. We're looking at emails, yeah, Brother Ben came by. I'm like, yo, it got so bad. I'm like, yo, uh Hey, bro! Just sign right here. This is called equity. You got you. You own a part. Of you are now an owner. You're a key to the office. Welcome, like because of the value that showed he was capable. People who are willing, they just want to wait for you to say something so they can show that they're willing to help. You need some willing people, but when you're building a partnership, you need somebody who's capable. The second thing Jethro said, he said, "Listen, you want to find somebody who has the same belief as you." And a lot of us think that that means religion. No, that just means integral code. Like, if I don't believe in taking shortcuts, you gotta also not believe in taking shortcuts. If I believe in doing in finishing stuff and doing it the right way, you also gotta believe that. But if you don't believe that, and I believe something different, we ain't equal partners. And no matter how much money on the table, if you ain't equal partners, the money gonna collapse and it's gonna fall back and it's gonna destroy. And I promise you, it happens every time. The third thing Jethro told Moses was, uh, you want to work with people who don't take easy bribes. Now, this is this is what this means. You want to work with somebody that's not money focused. Anybody that's money focused will always collapse an organization. It never fails. Why? Because money will you will take you will take any single thing or you'll do any single thing to capture and go get the money, whatever the money is. And so, when you think about those three characteristics that's required to build a leader or partner with people, you start to realize if I can't think about money and I gotta find somebody that's equally yoked, have the same value base I do, and I gotta find somebody capable, nothing in that says anything about let's do something quick. Mm -hmm. Everything in that has everything to do with building something for the future, some type of vision, focus type deal. So the only conversations you and your partner should actually be having is what are we going to do in the future? What are we going to collectively do? Who do we need on our team to get there? And so that partnership became a lot easier. Now it's harder when you're dealing with personal growth issues. Like you got to get there because we still deal with those moments and times when your partner got you effed up on both sides. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. But then you try to go do it on your own and you think about it, then you imagine what life will be Without that person, then you start to say, bro, I'm tripping. It's like a marriage Well, oh, right, right, I'm right. tripping. Uh, hey, and our thing is, bro, you are hungry? Or he'll be like, yo, you're not getting, <laughs> that's the apology. Uh, and so with that, that's, that's what I would say when it comes. I
3: want to I wanna add this I, for anybody who's thinking about building a team or a partnership. Um, think like a woman who has been done wrong in a relationship. Ooh. Um, a, oh, wom- a woman oh. who has been abused in a, re- in a relationship or misused, now she got her her, her she got her eyes open. Yeah. Uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that sex clouds the mind. Mm. So if y'all don't have a connection before you have that intercourse, you may think you're really in love with this person. Mm. You may think you really love this person, and you really don't even know nothing about them. Mm. So if you think about a woman who has been abused, she done been just treated bad she can pick up when all you want is sex mm. and sex here is the the prize per se maybe for this guy uh, but when you think about that um she want to see what value do you have what what? why are you really trying to get with me mm. um do you only contact me at nighttime? do you know you know what i mean do you are you only trying to netflix and chill mm. are you only trying to get me to get that and she's always looking for the commitment mm. See, you, she's looking to see what things is he's doing, what words, how is he speaking to talk about the future? Are you here for the long run? Why, because you know, man, we, we men, sometimes when he get the prize, everything changes. Phone number don't work no more. Uh, can't return text messages ain't ain't as fast mm-hmm. all that type of stuff once you get it and that's the same thing with business mm-hmm. so sex is the prize there but in business it's the money mm-hmm. because oftentimes people is your friend when they ain't got money yet mm-hmm. they ask you what you're doing what's your favorite color you want to go get something to eat mm-hmm. but when the money come things begin to change mm-hmm. so I would say think like a woman who has been uh, messed up really think about man if you notice this person always think about you know money you trying to get to the money fast just think that's a man trying to have sex on a first date mm. don't know your name don't know your last name don't know your vision so in that particular thing if you think like that I think you'll be able to protect yourself and when you are dealing with multiple people because yes This one is working, but there's been situations where it don't work Mm -hmm. when there's too much gray area it's too much. Man, I don't know what you really do. I don't really know what you do And the Quran talks about the way it should be done is you write it down. You document, write it down on some paper, all this word. And I don't care if you my blood brother, let's write this thing down Uh, because brother Malik, my mentor, told me, he said, when I hire somebody, I don't fire nobody. Mm. So how is that even possible? You don't fire nobody yeah because we signed on a dotted line w- what we agreed to we signed on a dotted line the terms in agreement yeah. so when you are let go it's not based off emotion yeah. we still cool it's not based off emotion it's based on what we written down yeah. and the quran also talks about having a witness yeah. so you know when you in a partnership don't do too many one-off conversations yeah. and when you're in a group don't do too one off you know uh uh, uh uh i call it unrecorded calls, you know, yeah. because that's where a lot of gray area come. Well, this person told me this. Well, no, this person told me this. Now let's get a documented Zoom call. Let's record it. Yeah. And if you can't say it on this documentary Zoom call, you shouldn't be saying it anyway. Mm-hmm. So that is the advice that I would give, man. Make sure that you document everything. There's no gray area. If this happened, this is what should happen. You got access. Y'all all got equal access. Mm-hmm. Um, and that keeps the you know, having to put somebody in a position where you have to necessarily trust him. He talked about putting me in a situation where saying you got to prove it. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing in business, man. I don't know you. Shoot. I don't know you from a can of paint. Right. Even if we are cool at the end of the day, I never want to put you in a position where you're going to let me down. Yeah. So let's be as transparent as possible so that we never have to make emotional decisions. Yeah.
2: And no, I love that. I love that. And then and so now. Right. Um, you know, one of the things that um, I, I, you know, a lot of people um, kind of mess up on, right, is they have this business. Um and they don't know how to uh, get the business out to the masses, how to kind of show their value. Like you had this, you know, valuable concept. You had this valuable concept. What, like somebody watching right now um, has a service, um, has a product, and they want to kind of get it out to the masses. Um, what is the first step that they have to take in order to, to, to get people to you know get the attention to start to build their business?
3: Um, I have a method called the GEA method. Mm. Give, engage, and attract. Mm. So let's think about digital real estate. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. Would you ever, let's say you got this new house, would you invite somebody to a housewarming but you ain't got no chairs, TV, or nothing to eat? No. So my question is why are people asking people to follow them but they ain't posting nothing? Why are people asking them to follow you but you have nothing for me to follow? Mm. You want to grow your business but at the same time you don't have anything for somebody to actually come and actually look at or your page is actually just straight up private and so i i i I first ran into this with rappers matter of fact it was like man check me out man check out my music i'm hot go check out my Instagram and your page is profit. Mm. It makes no sense. So first of all, the reason I asked you about the the real estate and the housewarming is because you want to make sure your house is built first. Many people are getting discouraged because I only got one person on my live. Many people are getting discouraged because I only got 23 views, but that's fine. You're not just building for the 23 people and you should be focusing on impacting those 23 people as if you was talking to 23,000 people because one day more people are going to come. You're going to have thousands of people that can come and that can binge watch your content. So what do I mean by the GEA method? If I am a uh, financial literacy person, I run a financial literacy program and I'm trying to build this Instagram page. Nobody knows me. Mm -hmm. So just because I have great information, that doesn't mean people are going to automatically come. I got to give to them. How do I do that? Let's say Ashkaz, he posts a a quote. He posts something. Somebody asks you about how to make money on YouTube. Now you too busy, you're doing, you're doing your podcast right now. You ain't got time to be checking your phone, but I'm looking at you because we share niches. I'ma come in and I'ma answer the question. Mm-hmm. I'ma give first. Yeah. I'ma give value first, um, and I'm not gonna promote. I'm not gonna say, hey man, uh, the first way you can make money on YouTube is what they call affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can teach you more. Click the link in my buy or buy for $9.99. <laughs> no, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say, hey man, I noticed that uh, the brother still haven't responded yet. Man, the first way you can make money is through affiliate marketing. Have you ever seen somebody breaking down a camera and they was doing reviews and they say, click the link in the buy if you like my equipment? Well, what you don't know on the back end, they getting paid 30%, maybe 20% on that. So every time somebody buys, man, they get paid off of that. Mm-hmm. Now that's one way to make money on YouTube. The second way is by you just being a social media influencer. Have you ever been watching a video and the an ad came up it's like Martin. When Martin's coming on, you're about to get to the, to the climax and they say, hey man, I'm about to go to a commercial. Well, that network get paid every time that advertiser is putting, money, is, is putting their video in front of that show. So you can get paid that way as an influencer. Well, you're getting crumbs there. Uh, you're going to get paid a certain percentage. YouTube is going to get a certain percentage and you're going to get paid maybe $2 per CPM. A uh, CPM means per thousand views. That's what CPM means. So you're going to make some money, but you ain't going to make the money that you really can make. Well, what's the third way? The third way, well, if they are putting their money, if they're willing to pay millions and billions of dollars to YouTube so YouTube can put those videos in front of your content, that means every time that they're willing to pay you, they making the $497. They're making $100. What if you had your own product? So instead of me depending on a social, media AdSense, I'm going to put my own commercial and my own product and service on there and I'm going to get the whole $9.99. I'm going to get the whole $19.99. So those are three ways that you can make money online. Man, I hope that was helpful. What's the first thing you're going to do? I'm,
2: hey, I'm going I'm to follow you.
3: You're going to follow right. me, right? Yeah, but yeah. when you come to my page, if I have nothing there, mm-hmm. you ain't going to stay. Right. It's like me saying, hey man, I'm about to subscribe to BET, but one day BET come on, one day it don't. Right. One day, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching Martin. One day Martin come on, the mm-hmm. other day it don't. That's how we are with our content. Mm-hmm. What are are they actually following? Are you being consistent? You said you dropped the show every Thursday. Yeah. So you're not dropping on Thursday, maybe, maybe two weeks later. Mm-hmm. It might come on a Wednesday. It might come on a Monday. That's all a part of your strategy. I'm dropping it every Thursday. So I'm going to subscribe mm-hmm. because I know on next Thursday, I'm going to get another piece of content. Yeah. So you giving to them without asking because you giving to them is going to attract you. Once What well, is the E? That's the give. Now you want to engage with them. When they say thank you, respond back. When they come on your page asking certain questions, you respond back, go live. I still go live to this day. People be surprised I go live with the average person. I don't just go live with somebody who got a blue check. No, man, if you the average person asking the question, I want to continue to give value to you. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're giving me my curriculum. Mm -hmm. Why am I an educator and then I don't know what I'm going to teach? Ask them what they're going to ask right. them. What do you want? Right. I would do that. I would say, hey, man, what y'all want to learn about digital real estate? Mm. Man, how you put the words on the top? Mm. Man, how you put music on there? Man, how you mm. edit it so fast on your phone? You're giving me my actual curriculum. Right. And so when you're engaging with your audience and you're engaging with other niche audiences, you're getting content for you to post. So let me give you an example. When you are doing something and you're so advanced, sometimes you forget about the small steps like, a hashtag in my mind everybody know about a hashtag in my mind everybody know how to dm But that's what I mean listening to my audience. When I listen to my audience and they say, brother Ben, what's a hashtag? Mm. You said DM you, brother Ben, where is that at? You Mm. said, click the link in my bio, brother Ben, where is that at? Mm. That reminds me, oh, my audience not there yet. So they're telling me exactly what I need to teach. Mm. So if I come on your page and I see people keep asking all the time, hey man, how do I get paid on Facebook? Mm. I wanna get paid on Facebook. Well, I know I need to talk about that because they're asking you. And this is the process that you get to actually attract them. Once you got them inside your house, now, you you ask for the sale. Mm-hmm. once you got them inside your house and they watching your Instagram live, now you talk about click the link in my bio. Now mm-hmm. you give your call to action. But don't do that on somebody else's pace because mm-hmm. now you look desperate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, somebody got your t-shirt on and, and now I know that's that's my clothing. Man, that show look good, man. Click the link in my bio. It, no, right, you, 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 you extra. So that's the method. Give, engage, and attract. And I've done that for all platforms. I got over half a billion views on Facebook. Mm-hmm. My YouTube channel got terminated at 40 million views. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is at 300 some thousand followers, millions of impressions a week. Mm -hmm. And that same process. And let me give you this. This is a this is a hack. Ask the question first. What I did, I'm going to tell you exactly what I did. I got the black community. I talk about black issues. I would, I would hashtag, there was a, a system, an automated system that would hit people that said, that it put the hashtag black kings, mm-hmm. black guys, black queens. And I would say, man, what do you think we need to do in a black community to make us better? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you a question. Mm-hmm. If you somebody where nobody never nobody never comments on your page, you're only getting 10 likes, and somebody asks you a question, first thing in your mind, wow, no, I never get this. Mm-hmm. Man, let me engage with this person right, right, right. but imagine doing that a hundred times a day mm. just because somebody ain't got a thousand followers don't mean they ain't got thousands of dollars right. so imagine hitting all those small people who you think ain't nothing yeah. these are the people that's gonna spend three thousand with you yeah. these are the people that's gonna spend five thousand with you so when you give to them first mm. they'll eventually get to you
0: and then and then my method for those that are like yo Jake listen I run a business yeah. I got a product offline I'm trying to get online or I got a career and I'm doing my business on the side I don't have time to do the GEA method all the time, which is the most beneficial method possible. The next, the next method is to buy attention and buy media. And this is a piece of business that most people don't understand. You got to pay to play in a lot of these arenas that we don't want to play. This is the very reason why I teach people that when you're building your business, start off, don't quit your job. I don't care what nobody got to tell you. I don't care if your best influencer, tell them they can call me. I'll take the smoke. Because the truth is most of us don't even have the skill sets that are required in order for us to even sustain ourselves long term as entrepreneurs. But your career, your job, it can take care of the basis of your responsibilities so the money that you make from your business, business, you can take the profits and you can use that money to buy attention and get on these platforms that most people are already at. So the first thing I would do, I would try to find the platforms and the, medias, or the media platforms or the influencers that have your niche market. And what I mean by have your niche market, your ideal customer, your avatar, your dream customer is that person's avatar. Those are the people that are engaging. Those are the people that are in the comments. Those are the people that are sharing the post. And you know, okay, this is the one. So the next question you need to be asking yourself is how can I get on that person's platform? Whether they got a podcast, whether they uh, they uh, offer you to, uh, they'll share your post, no matter what it is, there is some type of currency exchange that will allow for you to be able to get on these people's platforms. However, you will have to have a solid product, a value, some type of valuable, credible um, uh, background so that if somebody's going to share you, they know that you're legit. So what you want to do, like Brother Ben said, you want to build that house up. If I'm an entrepreneur, I want to make sure that I got my posts right. I got to make sure that that stuff is right. But if I got the extra currency for me, I would just buy attention. I would get to somebody's page so they can be able to come to my page and on my page I can interact, especially if you're limited on time. So the first thing that you can do, of course, is while a lot of people are doing podcasts, uh, there's a lot of podcasters that got open slots, open spots. If you got the right currency, you got the right product and you got some type of uh, catch to you that people can find interesting, you can actually get on a podcast podcaster's page. Am I telling the truth? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without (laughs) a doubt. Hey, (laughs) so you can get on a podcaster's page. You can get on their slot so that they can be your view. You can cipher their viewers as long as you are somebody of value. The second thing that you can do is actually you can uh, pay to play to get on people's posts. I know a lot of people online. You see that people share. But what Brother Ben taught me and that we teach our our audience is that a lot of people fail, Ash, that you go on, you pay for somebody's slot on their Instagram or their Facebook or their YouTube and you, you ads. You're like, hey, come to my page. I got this for you. Come right now. I got a discount. You actually need to go to that page and give value. Why? Because somebody who shares it typically will share something to their page if they felt it was valuable, not salesy. And so if I'm valuable, all you got to put is your ad. Those people are going what? They're going to follow you. And on your page, that's when you get down. That's when you get nasty, when you be able to see that. So when you're going on people's page, it's actually people go on to be transactional. They want to have sex on the first night. You want to go on their page to build a relationship. Because what would happen, if you come to my page and I post you, and a lot of people love you, I'm going to want to keep posting you, and I want to keep this business up, because I know that you're making money and vice versa. The third thing is called is JV deals. Once you set up that partnership, you're 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 a you're uh, you a you're a frequent person on a podcast or you're a frequent person on somebody's page. They see that people love your value. They see that people love your product. What's going to happen in most people's mind. They like, man, I know, I know they, I know they getting paid over there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know, I know they, I know they casting the a check now. I mean, I mean, listen, brother, uh, that's the perfect time for you to actually say, Hey, listen, I would like to do a JV deal with you. One of the biggest mistakes that most people make, especially when it comes to doing business, we only like to give affiliate links. In affiliate links, every podcast in the world get an affiliate link. You go look on there, there's an affiliate linked up. But as a business person, I know what comes from your page. So if I were to set up a JV partnership, you can JV your life to death. You set up a JV partnership. There's no equity exchange. It's just you doing a joint venture with that person or with that platform or with that media outlet. I can create a page that's specifically designed for the people that come from your page. So that if I did a JV deal, now you and I are working together. You're my marketing arm. I'm your actual product. I'm fulfilling all your needs and you're selling for me. It's going to one page that both of us can see the transaction one page where both of us can uh, do the analytics and quite frankly, you can actually set up a, uh, a sales page where the analytics on every page has direct connection to that JV deal. So there's no mixture of on whose sales are going where, so that that person can see the type of traffic that they're bringing in. And the JV deal says it's not just you getting an affiliate deal, this is us actually partnering together. And if that person has extreme value, you see a bunch of money being made, that's when the equity offer comes next. Hey, listen, I want you to be a partner, part owner of my company, and we can actually partner together long term. So for me, I will actually buy media attention because when I first got started, if I didn't have Brother Ben X that I could like see every day and, and post every day, I think got mad me one day because he was like hey man you are gonna have to learn how to edit these videos yourself because <laughs> I got other stuff I gotta post but the truth is if I didn't have him I personally would have been a little bit slower on the GEA method not that I didn't want to but there are many different ways to skin a cat a lot of people like to go to Facebook ads route and a lot of people trust that but for me I know for a fact if I were to go study the online market I were to go study social media you're a lot it's a lot easier to come in with you as a friend to your platform that love you, versus me selling uh, an ad online. And that's the route that I would go if I wanted to actually get uh, get people on my page and to grow my business. I
3: I wanted to add this. He talked about buying to get on their pages. Um, In the beginning, I talked about having a course called I'm Money, because I'm money. So I wanted to get his perspective for those who don't have the money. I want you to look inside of yourself and see what can you leverage. because I'm going to tell you what I literally did on Facebook. On Facebook, there was a page called Urban Intellectuals. Mm. And they had about maybe 600,000 followers at this time, but they didn't have original content. Mm. I had original content. Mm. I didn't have the money to afford paying somebody every time to get on their page, but I had a camera. Mm. I had content I had value. I have something that I can deliver to the people. Well, you already have the brand. If you know you got a brand and you need content, mm-hmm. I need followers, let's do a deal. Yeah. So what I gave them and told them was, every video that I make, I put your logo on my video. Mm-hmm. Meaning if anybody strips this video, your brand still gonna get noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll see me, but your brand is gonna be there, Urban intellectuals. Mm-hmm. All I'm asking you to do, when you post my video on your Facebook, tag me and tag my YouTube, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. So you got what you want, Consistent content, I'm going to give you the content, I'm going to give you the value, and then I got the followers that I needed. Mm. As I was able to build up my Facebook page, now I became urban intellectual. Mm. I, now I got over half a billion views. Mm. Now I have other Facebook pages like one, for example, Men's Viewpoint. Where I got uh, I run uh, digital, I mean not uh, digital, but uh, Men's Viewpoint with three other brothers. We do digital real estate mm. together. We made $67,000 in one month on a YouTube page. Wow. I mean, on a Facebook page. How? Because once I built my Brother Ben X page up the same way that I, that they was tagging me, I started tagging them. Now I'm sharing men's viewpoint. Now, whatever uh, category or whatever niche you want to build, we build it and use my platform to build that page. I've done that for several brands. Anybody that I partner with, I share them on my page and we kind of already share like information to audiences in that. Becomes like the father or the you know the godfather of building up other pages now these pages are getting monetized So I got maybe like six monetized pages just by using that method I used it first myself and then I became the big God Mm -hmm. and then once I went over there. It was like hey Shoot.
2: Wow, I love that, I love yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 nah, nah, I we, we want all that smoke, <laughs> all that smoke. So, so, so the, next, the next thing, now that you brought that up, it made me think about bartering, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people fail to realize, when we look at a lot of athletes, right, you just got to follow the models that work. A lot of athletes actually don't get cash endorsement deals. Mm-hmm. A lot of them actually get, like, gear deals, uh, uh, lifetime, uh, uh, alcohol or lifetime kicks than all you want because Nike doesn't give everybody cash in gear. Sometimes it's either or until you build it out. So if you got a bomb product and you know that somebody has value, what I would do if I had a product, I would make sure that you always had that product yeah. because eventually, if you got a lifetime deal, I'm always sending you that product. Eventually, you're gonna say what if it's a good product? Shoot, y'all, I'm losing this product today, yeah. and you're gonna talk about it. And so once you start that, that starts the conversation. The second thing uh, after you start that conversation is to say, okay, in my my, my, in my budget I know I want that platform to be my partner mm. so you I got to give value right. as much as I can with my product right. so say for an example say I'm good at editing videos but I want more attention on my media company and I know that you may be short on editing We all know, especially as a creator, it is hard to find consistent help and quality help when it comes to editing videos on a consistent basis and volume. And it's hard to build an archive of videos that you can just pull from. Well, if I'm a video editor and say I charge say I charge a uh, hundred dollars per video to edit Everybody knows let's say the going rate or the cost. Let's just say it's hundred bucks If I reach out to you and I DM you and I say how much would it be for me to actually get on your podcast? You say five G's. I say, okay, listen I'm gonna cut up some video and I create content. and I send it to you. Do you like the content? Oh, absolutely I think it's amazing. Okay for every uh, for every video I want to do I want it to be hundred dollars off the five thousand to get a podcast show with you So I'm gonna send you content and every time I'm sending you this invoice that's minusing the amount of videos that I put out and then I will dock it once you post it so I'm going to dock it like that's like paid so when you post it I'm taking it down and after it reaches a bill of $5,000 you posted $5,000 worth of content I would like to schedule an appointment to get on your podcast you're going to love me then why because you're going to get on that podcast to be honest y'all listen y'all see the content that's on my page this is my guy right here so what did you do you bartered or you bargained your way to actually getting a spot or a slot yeah. the same exact way that you can do if you actually have a product say your product $25 to get on somebody's post is uh 500 bucks you say hey, listen every time I send you this product every every uh every 10 or every 20 products that I send you I actually would love for you just to post a video that I would like on your page just a value video or you saying that you love it Boom, once it gets to that bill, you can actually show it and they'll post it. Once that relationship is established, it is much easier to make a partnership with that. So what I'm telling us is that a lot of us don't lack resources as we lack resourcefulness. And if I got the product, if I got the service, I can give that value because for one, you don't want nobody promoting your brand that actually don't value your brand as a customer or client. Brother Ben, before we actually became partners, he was my client first. He got a policy for me. And because he bought into that, getting a policy from me, it was easier for him to buy into the philosophy and the theologies that I taught right. and vice versa to be able to grow it. So a lot of us, like I said, you know, we think we got to borrow money from the bank to do it. But in all actuality, you got to find a way to get in front of your consumers. And
2: sometimes you got to bargain or barter your way to getting to the attention that you want. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And then, so what do you say to the to the to the business owner or the content creator who, you know, I hear this all the time. Uh, I'm an introvert or, you know, I don't want to be in front of the camera or, you know, uh, that's just not for me. Yes, what do you say to those people? Um, I'll go on that one. Uh, Moses needed Aaron. Uh, if, you, if
0: anybody knows anything about the Bible, uh, Moses actually had a speech impediment. God called Moses. Moses had the product. You know, God chose Moses to free the people, but he couldn't speak and articulate in a way that he felt people would be moved. So God said, hey, don't don't worry about that. I am going to send you your Aaron. So his product was freedom. And he had to get by, get people to buy into his concept of leaving Egypt to come to this free land that nobody has ever seen before. Much like the products that we sell. God give you a product and you're trying to sell people on this product can actually do this. And they don't know who you are. So he was nervous. So God said, hey, chill, I'm going to send you Aaron. You know, Aaron's your brother. So I'm going to send you Aaron. He can articulate well, but it's your job to still create the product and sell the vision. He'll just communicate for you. And what a lot of us try to do in business, because we try to do it ourselves, we try to be everything. You don't realize that uh, you a lot of us got great products. You're just trying to be the face of everything. And because of that, what happens is we don't even get to see what God has for us because it's a me thing, not a we thing. And a lot of us, all we have to do is just find somebody who believes in a product. They have that mouthpiece. They can communicate. They got the charisma. They got the attention. And all you do is build a team around them. Well, don't worry about the product, we got that. Don't worry about servicing the customers, we got that. Don't worry about the systems, we got that. And you can actually play the back end because if the ultimate goal is to get your product in the hands of consumers, it shouldn't matter who's on the front of the the picture or who's on the front of the stage as long as the overall goal is to actually move your product. But that becomes a problem because that's not everybody's overall goal. Everybody's overall goal is freedom, uh, is, is, is um, notoriety, Uh, to be seen there's insecurities that we have that we finally want everybody to know that we're the man or whatever that case is and It stops us from allowing the person who's actually been called and gifted to actually stand in the front for any product that we Develop and say y'all this is him he running with it and that's and that's the flow And so a lot of us think that just because you can't speak doesn't mean you're not a great entrepreneur That just means that you're not your gift your gift is not communication So what you want to do, you want to build a team of people who are operating in their gift. I want to find somebody who's great at communicating. I want to find somebody who's great at systems and operations. I want to find somebody who's great at product development. I want to find somebody who's great at accounting. And because the job is going to get done the best way, and my product is getting to the hands of the consumers, and I can stay doing what God called me to do. And that's the easiest way to grow a business, just finding somebody who can be the face of your company and just running with that.
3: Like um, I, w- I would say to introverts, I'm an introvert myself. Mm. Uh, many people see me online and uh, and I'm and I'm I got this personality. I'm funny and things of that nature. But in person, I'm quiet and to myself. Mm. And to me, um, I know many people say entrepreneurs. They aren't speakers, entrepreneurs. They aren't, you know, they don't want to be on camera. But honestly, for me, social media And the camera is the best thing for an uh, an introvert Mm. because the introvert, we just people who always inside of our heads. Mm. We people who need to recharge away from people physically. So nobody's in the room with me while I'm recording. Mm. So like me, I'm, I'm so introverted. If people are in the room with me. You know, at times I would go do the video in my car just Mm -hmm. to be by myself. I'm recording something like I would if I'm doing a podcast or I'm doing a video and I'm alone, I'm in my mold, and somebody comes, I would literally cut it and just do it later. Like I'm that type of introvert. Um, But you are now allowed to get all these thoughts that's in your head out on camera when nobody else is present. So I will I will pose this question to a person who says who says that. Are you really an introvert? Are you really shy of being on camera? Or do you fear what people are gonna say about you? Or do you fear what somebody's gonna think about You and and, and maybe some insecurities that you have. Mm. That's what you're really afraid of. It's not that you can't speak on camera because I just heard you on the phone talking to your cousin and you sound pretty good to me. Uh, I saw you when you was at the family reunion. You was pretty loud. You sound very articulate to me. But when you get on camera, it's not that you're afraid and you don't know how to speak. You're afraid of the response that you're going to give. And that's a self problem. Mm. That ain't got nothing with you being an introvert. That ain't got nothing with you not being able to articulate, speak, got a staggering tongue. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It got to do with, man, I feel like if I put this out, somebody gonna say something bad about me. Mm -hmm. Somebody gonna notice something really that I'm already saying about myself. Mm -hmm. So I already got these subconscious thoughts about myself and I don't want anybody else to see it. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm doing a part. I ain't never seen nobody who's afraid get online and somebody called them green Mm -hmm. and they got upset. Mm Why didn't I get upset when somebody called me green? Because I'm not green. Right. But when you say I'm ugly, damn, maybe i I was saying that to myself the other day. Oh, I'm, oh, you're a little overweight. Oh man, I was complaining and really condemning myself the other day. So somebody's repeating what you already believe about yourself. Because if somebody say something crazy, like you look like a pit bull and you know that you don't, right. you ain't upset about that. So I think a lot of people use that introvert, scared to speak on camera shy as an excuse. You really don't want to just be exposed to the world. See, you comfortable when I can just have an idea about myself and nobody else knows about it. It's I'm comfortable when I got a yes man or a yes woman. Whenever whenever I say something, they say, oh, it's going to be great. Mm. But when somebody say, man, I'm going to critique this. Mm. No, man, that's a run on sentence in that book. You got yeah. you don't want nobody to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you have to get comfortable with yourself. And then I want you to consider this as well. The minister teaches us to find joy in imperfection. Mm. Wow, I find joy and imperfection. Why would we do that? Because if we are all on an evolutionary process of perfection, a yes man don't benefit me. I don't benefit from somebody always giving me compliments. I get benefit from correction. So when I make a video and I said a word that really didn't, I I used the word uh, behoove wrong one day. I said, man, it behoove," and I said it good too hard. (laughs) Man, it behooves me. And I used it wrong. And I had to look up the devil. I look up the devil. I said, dang, I was wrong like a mother. But I needed that. Somebody else who just listened to Brother Ben, ooh, Brother, that was on point. But I needed somebody who said, nah, man, you used that wrong. That made me better. So when you look at the imperfection, it's not until the imperfection is exposed Mm -hmm. to where you now can perfect that. And now that makes you a better human being. Mm -hmm. So just look at critiquing wrong. Sometimes your critics is your friend. Sometimes your critics Is the one who gonna help you Become a better person yeah. That person who tell you Man you did that person wrong Man you shouldn't have Responded like that yeah. Man you shouldn't have Did that In the process You may say man You don't know what you're Talking about In the process You may be emotional yeah. But we're taught to Rise above emotions Into the thinking of God yeah. when We rise above emotions Into the thinking of God Now we look at that thing And say yeah Man you was throwing A lot of BS at me You know I ain't gonna Say the word But when you look at Cow manure It also can be used As fertilizer mm-hmm. So when you change Your perspective and attitude man, it really can grow you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. I love that a lot because, you know, I feel like a a lot of people, um, you know, I don't want to say make excuses, but a lot of people are, um, busy uh, finding reasons why not to do stuff yeah. when there's all the reasons why they need to do the thing. Um, and really, if they start to self reflect and kind of look at you know who they are and who God has made them to be, yeah. right? So whether you you look at the Bible or whether you look at the Quran, like you are made in the image of, of, of God. Yeah. And so if you're made in an image and likeness of God, then you are supposed to be what? Greatness on display. You're supposed to display that greatness. And how are you going to display that greatness if you are worried about what other like how like how are you made an image and likeness of God and you're worried about what someone else has to say about you? When, like, like, and and, and and can y'all talk about that a little bit because the, the biggest word I hear people talk about is this imposter syndrome, right? They feel like, yo, like like I have this gift that God has given me that I need to put out to this world, but I don't wanna do it just yet because I'm gonna wait until I get to this particular place because I don't want imposter syndrome. I don't want people to think that I'm, like I don't want people to call me out. Like like how is how important is it um, for you to put out the gift now, or, or is it? Or, 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 or is it? Should you wait until you perfect it, or should you wait till you get to a certain level of success, or should you do it? You know, when, when, when God tell you to do it.
3: Uh, I'm gonna give two ways to answer that. It may sound contradicting. So on one end of the spectrum, it depends on who you are. Um, sometimes you ain't gotta speak it. Mm. Uh, a mother, uh, a woman who doesn't have sex. And no, she wasn't supposed to. Oftentimes, you know, back in the day, they may still do it now. They try to hide it, maybe hide it with a black dress. Yeah. Um, and you can hide it in the beginning, yeah. but after a while, once they hit that four months, mm-hmm. that, that fifth month, that six months, people can see mm-hmm. that you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So many of us are pregnant with ideas. Mm-hmm. And some of us speak too soon, yeah. and you do too your own lack of mental strength, allow other people to get you to abort the baby. See, sometimes in entrepreneurship and business, oftentimes we say the business is my baby. Oh man, this is my baby because you got to nurture it and care for it like one. Well, this mother who had a bad experience, she never had help. She worked two jobs and she had to take care of children. Of course she had a traumatic experience, but she's putting that in you. Girl, do you know you ain't gonna be able to go to the club no more? Girl, you know, you're be stressed out, girl. you finna have to deal with this. So now if you're not mentally strong and rooted down like a tree, you will allow this person to get you to abort the baby. Now you aborting the idea. Mm-hmm. You don't allow you don't allow somebody to come in and pierce your brain with that needle. And now you about to abort your idea, not realizing the minister says every cure, every answer to our prayer comes through the womb of a woman. Mm-hmm. What you mean by that brother Ben every great person we've seen today came through the womb of a woman now of course there's been situations where sisters have been raped and things of that nature but all times that baby that's in the womb is the answer to many of our prayers this is how we're going to get the treatment for cancer this is how we're going to get the answer to the new digital world this is how we're going to get the answer to all these ailments and all these different problems that we have is coming through a womb of a woman so think about you with all the ideas that you have all the problems that you have that baby that's in your mind it, it has to come out and if you let it come out it'll actually cure your problem but sometimes if you're not strong enough you allow somebody to get you to abort it now here's the opposite side of that um for me because i feel like i am mentally strong i don't mind saying it early because now it puts pressure on me to make it happen uh you talked about being made in the image and likeness of god god said be and it is. Wow. Now, this is not abracadabra now. This is not like State Farm commercial, like a good neighbor, a State Farm is that. And then a commercial, you know, couch pop up. No, the minister teaches us, man, when you have a thought in your mind, that's to be. Man, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Now, it's not going to happen by osmosis. Now, I have to summon the will, I have to summon my own desire, my strength, collaborate with the other guys, not the Supreme Being, but other small guys who got a gift that I don't have. The minister said, every time I meet someone, I'm meeting my superior. So this is why we need unity. It's something in me that I got that you don't got, but it's also something in you that you have that I don't got. So once we combine them together, the oneness of us is the God. Now we see that we too can say being it is as well. So me, when I put some out on Twitter, shoot, that's me saying be. Now I said, I want to retire my mama. I done did it. Yeah. I said, I wanted to get some land. I done did it. I done said I want to manage 10 plus businesses. I done did it. So for me, if you mentally strong like a tree, uh, Then you won't be moved um, by that so it it goes two ways i think it depends on who you are you can share with close friends who gonna hold your hand because see when you're in a delivery room and this is this another thing we got to realize sometimes we think because we have problem after problem that means this is a sign that i shouldn't say nothing oh man things keep coming this maybe this is a sign that i should stop or it may be a sign that you need to push now I ain't no woman but as I read, they said when the contractions is coming back to back, the baby on the way. Mm. So now you're dealing with these contractions and you have them problem back to back. Maybe this is a sign that you need to push. Get somebody that's going to be in there, that's going to hold your hand. And then now when you push that thing out, you have given birth to something that is beautiful. So that would be my thoughts.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> bought up. Talk to me. Jay, talk to me. So, so, so for me to answer your question, um, should they should they go ahead and act right now um, or wait till they perfected it? And we're talking about in concept of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is when you're uh, faking it till you make it. Um, and I give the example of an apple tree. My favorite analogies are using apple trees. I feel like there are so many lessons we can get out of an apple tree. It doesn't matter how great an apple tree is in a seed. If it's not enacted in dirt and planted, to actually start its process, it will never become an apple tree. I can take this seed and I can put it this seed on on top of a counter and say, man, when this seed ready, oh man, it's gonna be time, boy. I gotta let it marinate a little bit. Let this, this red light hit this seed a little bit. It's gonna be ready. And then when it get ready, that's when I'm gonna put it into the ground. That seed'll never grow. That seed going to sit there, dust going to get on top of it because it never got inactive. You have to activate it. However, what a lot of us deal with is we don't realize that the reason why a seed is planted into a ground is because if if the seed gets too much sun while it's in the ground, it can burn it before it even grows. So, so the seed has to go through darkness where, where you're unseen in order for it to be strong enough to handle the light. The sun is, a, is, a, is a, uh, a metaphor in this example, or an example of attention, eyes on you, eyes on your product, eyes on your gift. That's what, that, that's what that seed is. So if that seed gets planted into the ground, it's already moving. The problem that a lot of us have is that we don't like to move in darkness. Yeah, we we want to be seen too soon. We want that light to hit us. We want everybody to know my business is already there. You go to the scripture. Scripture says, uh, do you uh, not? Do you not consider? why well, that was a good. That was next. Uh, but the scripture says, um, do you not count the cost it takes to build a tower? For if you do not finish that tower, your family and your friends will mock you. It's tell you right there in the scripture. Your family going to laugh at you if you don't finish what you say you're going to start. But if I just act and I just move and even though I'm in darkness, it doesn't mean I'm not moving. Matter of fact, when you're in darkness, that's when all the, the majority or in the in the most precious form of your growth is happening. When nobody can see you in darkness, you can actually grow. You can try. You can fail and no attentions on you because you're doing it in darkness. But let me tell you something real quick, brother. The most important uh, piece of a tree is its roots. Uh, and, and, and what happens is that tree, when it breaks ground. Now people can see you and they say, oh man, look, look what's going on. Oh, that wind turbulence started to hit. The Bible says, do you not consider it joy to go through trials and tribulations because it's the trials and tribulations that endures your faith? Well, what most people think is that the sun and the water is what grows a tree. No. Yes, it helps it. But what actually grows a tree and makes it strong is the wind. Trying times make it better. So when people are scared to try, you wait until you perfect it, you're like like trying to go plant a tree into an area without it being rooted. Mm -hmm. Anytime wind hit it, what's going to happen to the tree? It's going to fall down. However, if that tree is rooted, it's planted into the ground, and it actually grows, and it pops that ground, and that wind hits it, now that the roots have set in, you did your work in the dark. When that wind hits it, it tells the roots to dig deeper. And if it's digging deeper, every time that wind hits it, it tells the roots to dig deeper. By that time, and it's time for you to actually actually manifest your fruit, manifest your success, manifest the life that you want. You have strong enough roots because you went through the process of working in darkness just to get going before anybody else can see you. So for anybody out there that's dealing with imposter syndrome, what I would tell you is turn off the lights. Get back to work in darkness. And when it's time for you to be seen, got to bring you somebody like Brother Ben, got to bring you somebody like Ash Cash, got to bring somebody in your life that can help manifest and bring light to you to help you be able to be seen. But you got to do the work in the dark and you got to start moving. So when that light hits you and it's time for people to see you, you won't deal with imposter syndrome because you know I did the work and I deserve to be here
2: and you're going to pay me my respect because I'm here. Man, man. Powerful, yo! Your brothers are so powerful. I appreciate it. Uh, and so, what's next? So, so I, 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 I see y'all. I see what y'all doing with here after farms. Can y'all talk about that for me?
3: Yeah, man. Uh, my brother, brother Farrakhan Ali, um, he has something called the um, the the Hundred Acre Project. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to get some believers and brothers and sisters together and. Get get a hundred acres together. Everybody put money in, and everything is split. Yeah. So it ain't no big eyes and little use. Hey man, if we got to get cows, everything is split. If we got to clear the land, everything is split. Yeah. So we're not putting the burden on one person or a couple people. Yeah. Well, there was a uh, there was 13 acres uh, out here in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, and I became I was the no it was 27 acres. I'm sorry 27 acres 13 people So I was the 13th person that was needed to put the money up to lock down the 27 acres Well as I saw how we was doing I'm like man, we're gonna spit the cows man, We're gonna spit this we're gonna spit kind of land that ain't number like maybe $2,000 when we all put that money up It's a big number, but we all get it done collectively and now it benefits us all And so I'm thinking from a digital real estate mindset. So I hit him. I say bro, this is cool, but man, we really can scale this with digital real estate. And uh, we can take this thing and we can get, I think we can get to 500 acres by the end of the year. And that was the goal, just to get 500 acres by the end of the year. Man, do you know once me and Brother FryCon partnered, I came up with the name, we was talking on the phone, I said, man, let's call it the Hereafter, Hereafter Farms. Put it out there, we made an Instagram page, I shared it, I texted it out. Uh, Ten thousand plus followers, quick! Wow, um, man, do you know we got to five hundred acres of land in less than a month? Wow. Um, now we have over a thousand acres of land. Wow. Uh, we got land in Ghana. We got land in Kenya. We got land in Texas. We got a lot of land out here in, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just closed on a uh, 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 hundred acres out here as well. Like recently, we we're gonna have the ribbon cutting on the 20th. Um, so we, we got a lot of land, and we really moving at a at a fast place at a fast pace. And I can't leave out uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, what we're doing is basically following their vision and what they had in message to the black man. He said, we must have land to build an independent nation of our own. Everything that we need, the resources is coming from the land. We're taught to grow your own food, build your own schools, do these things, and when you start to produce something from the earth, you sell the surplus. Well, that is the vision for here at the farms. Everything, when it comes to our vision and what we're doing, is from them. Now, we may have a new modern way of doing it, maybe with digital and using it internet, but the foundation is that. And the minister has done such a great job at, man, keeping integrity, Um, being boots on the ground, having that longevity or really showing that he cares about our people when they see that we are with him Mm. and we represent him, they with it. Mm. So I can't leave that part out. Yes, I got a social media following. Yes, we doing our thing. But many people say y'all are following him. Mm. So I trust y'all. You know, y'all I seen the work that the minister has done. Y'all are students of him. I've seen y'all work. So I trust y'all. So thus far, man, we got like the, the 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 land that we have uh, that we about to close on, thirty-five families came in and did it with us. We our big goal is the four hundred and forty acres. We got four hundred and forty acres that we want to close uh, down on, and uh, we're gonna have our own schools. We're gonna have birthing centers, um, everything, man, everything that we need to sustain ourselves as a nation. That's what we want to do with here at the farms. And what we did was we denied all donations. Mm because many people they start off and they got to get the money from the people we what we want to show them is that we're going to put the work in ourselves we know many people have came in our community raised money asked for donations and y'all felt like they didn't come through so as young brothers under the age of 30 we said man we ain't asking for no donations People have offered to give donation. We turned them down and we said we're going to put our own money up. We're going to unite with our people. And then once we get to a certain level, then we accept donations. So we're going to start accepting uh, donations now. But uh, thus far, we've been able to get it out the mud, man, and have over a thousand acres in less than four months. Mm, I
2: love it. I love it. And, you know, speaking of doing for self and, and creating your own uh, talk, talk to us a little bit about about the school.
0: Yes, yeah, so um, we actually um, built our own um, school, elementary school, a pre-K, pre-K three through third grade in Dallas, Texas, where both of our children uh, go to, and the biggest thing, I, I'm, I'm an educator by background. I went to school for education, start teaching in Dallas ISD, and I didn't like the school industry. And so what made me go out and want to start impacting parents was simply because I felt like if we were to teach the parents, it'll be easier to teach the child than to teach the child and then for them to go to the parents, and then there's no help. So now that we've mastered teaching parents on a global, on a global uh, standpoint, now we're going back and we're starting the actual education system to where we can actually build this school uh, where children can actually be involved and learn, uh, of course, the STEM and then entrepreneurial lessons and, 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 and skill sets that are required for them to survive in today's time. And so uh, this year we're pre-K, uh, three through third grade, we'll open up three more grades uh, next year and then we'll open up um, online for their children, uh, people's children to be able to enroll online to our academy. Um, and the goal is, is uh, f- uh, by 2023, open up uh, two more locations of our school uh, dealing with that. So, uh, we, 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 we,
2: we in there. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, y'all. So, we're we going to do a quick... Uh, uh, lightning round Uh, and so in our lightning round what I'll do is I'll give you some bank terms uh, and then we're gonna flip them and you're gonna give us the the answer for it so our first term is deposit slip right Uh, in a bank you go in uh, you fill out the deposit slip you deposit money into a bank right but for us here inside the vault a deposit slip is a, is a, a mistake a slip up right so what is the biggest deposit slip the biggest money mistake that you've made so far, your biggest deposit slip. Um, oh,
3: you can go.
0: Oh, uh, my biggest deposit slip is um, is allowing, allowing when you make uh, the money of your dreams, allowing for that to take you off your mission. Um, because it's easy to it's easy to say, you know, when I get here, I'm gonna do this. Um, but it's another thing you have dedicated your entire life to it. And then it's finally there. And then you just get off the you get off the saddle and like, yo, I made it. We're good. Um, and then you, you, you're missing a mission. So that was my biggest thing getting off the horse um, and not and not sticking to the mission. That was my biggest deposit. slip.
3: Uh, my biggest deposit slip is uh, give um, believing too much um, and not having contract or documentation. Mm. Uh, allowing too much gray area. Yeah. I done been scammed with forex. Oh man, give me two hundred, I can turn it into twenty thousand. <laughs> man, I done got. <laughs> man, I done got scammed with a with a lot of stuff, man. And it's just based on me wanting to unite. Yeah. You know, unity is the answer. And anybody who has shows any type of value, I would, at the time I would just unite with them. Yeah. So giving money, doing things without really asking for anything or asking for proof or contract, just in case something goes wrong. Uh, I don't lost a lot of money like that, just trying to invest and in, in do things like that. So I would say, um, for me, that would be my slip of not doing enough due diligence before getting to it.
2: All right, perfect, perfect. Term number two, charge off, right? You go, uh, you borrow money from the bank, you don't have enough to, to, to pay it back. The bank try to kind of get the money, but, but sooner or later, they gotta charge it off, right? for us inside the vault uh, a charge of what type of people or mindsets did you have to charge off while you were on your journey wow what type of people mindset to charge off
0: um, I, I would just say group wise that that for every level that you go on uh, that group of people um, that helped you get there um, are no longer um, I won't say needed but are no longer valuable to you at that next level. And it's hard because these are people you absolutely love to life, um, but they just don't have what it takes. And so as you start off, it starts off big and it just begins to get smaller and smaller, the higher that you get. And so my biggest charge off is um, um, uh, letting go of people who were stuck in that space where they've settled. And I want to continue to grow.
3: Love it. Love it. Uh, my my mindset that I had to charge off is those who don't have a true heart and dedication to the people. Mm. Um, if it's always money driven mm. and forget the people, they'll figure it out. Mm. Uh, that lets me know on the back end when things get hard, you know, you'll leave. Right. Um, you won't be in the trenches because that's not where your heart is. Right. And it's not necessarily bad, it's just not somebody that works for me. So um, my charge off would be those who show that when it comes down to when the people are struggling, you're not willing to go the extra mile for them. To me, that's a red flag then, you know, when things kind of mess up, you won't go the extra mile to make it right. Mm, Love
2: it, love it. Last but not least, ATM, right? Uh, ATM machine, you put your card in, you you, you know, you put your pin number, you start getting some money out. Um, You guys have given us so much valuable information I need one more. Right. So for us, ATM is another teachable moment. Give me one more, one more gem, one more, you know, words of wisdom, another teachable moment that somebody watching can take with them to better their life and, ta- and, and go to that next level.
3: Uh, Mine would be um, my famous quote that everybody knows me by um, focus on passive impact, not passive income, because the more people you impact, the more income will come. And what you think when you think about passive income is something that you do maybe once and then residual income without you putting in physical labor or physical work, you're going to continue to get the money. For example, if I write a book, I'm physically writing the book. However, once I put this book on Amazon or I got ads running, I got passive income coming in. If I work at FedEx and I got to throw these boxes on the truck every week just to make money, that's active income. Well, that's passive income. But what about passive impact? When you think about how can I impact somebody in my sleep that helps you develop systems that helps you develop teams to where now you got that income. I mean, that impact even in your sleep, even when you're hurt, even when you're in the hospital. And what you realize is even though you're focusing on impact, it is the impact that income chases. If you ever think about a cat, if you got a cat and you got something valuable, and you go like this here, the cat going to come to you. But if you run it after the cat, the cat runs away. So what I want to get you to understand is if I focus on the guy within, the skills within, and the talents within, money actually chases me. The definition of money is the medium of exchange of value. So if you are valuable and you focus on impact, the income is going to always come to you. And I think that is one of the greatest things that I help people to understand. It is, it, And it's because it takes you out of... The making of the money, because honestly, making money is not hard, um, man. You can go get free products off of Craigslist and resell them. You can go wash somebody's car. The, I mean, hey, man, we all got somebody in the hood like this. The crackhead is making a lot of money, uh, enough to sustain himself, at least enough money to get some food. So you can't tell me you can't make money at all, even if you're just standing outside begging. But impacting somebody's life is going to have a last uh, a, a last longing uh impact on them to where they'll be willing to give you money forever they'll be willing to donate to you i got people that done pay me a hundred dollars for a song it's rappers ain't that do rap for real that ain't got paid a hundred dollars for a song but it's because of the impact that i have when i think about the ash Cash uh podcast this is coming out every thursday Ash Cash is going to be somewhere on Wednesday or somewhere on Friday, but you're going to be watching his podcast. Somebody is watching another podcast while you watching this one. You watching this one right now. He's probably sleep. At this time, by the time you're watching this podcast Right now, but he's impacting you When he passes away, God forbid If it's if it's early, hopefully it's in 100 years, but even in 100 years I'm going to be able to listen to Ash Cash Podcast because the impact That he's bringing you through this podcast So if you focus on that, I guarantee You he can get sponsorships on this podcast He can sell his own products on this podcast He can get assets on this podcast This can be put together and given As a documentary or something in the future Just because he's focusing on impact income streams going to come in abundance
0: and for me what i would say is focus on the destination not the vehicle uh, a lot of us get so caught up and we get so bogged down about the vehicle of choice at the time, like where you're working and what job you have and this business not working. At the end of the day, it's just about getting to where your goal is. Whatever the destination, you can't say destination without first seeing destiny. Uh, you got to see destiny before you even get to destination. So knowing what your destiny is through God, whoever call, whoever you call them, but knowing your destiny from God will help you stay focused on your destination. And by that time, guess what you'll do? The only thing that you going to think about is whatever means necessary to get me to my destiny. Nate, Nate, (laughs) Nate, that's the destination. I messed up right there. Uh, But the deal is what I want you to understand is that you got to have it whatever means necessary for you to be able to get to your destination, your destiny. And if you focus on the vehicle, you're always going to get stuck. And a lot of us on Entrepreneur World, we're so stuck in our vehicle. We're so stuck in what we're doing. We're so stuck in the money that we have. We're so stuck in the cars that we drive. We're so stuck in the flaunting that we're stuck in not realizing that we have paused at the gas station of life and you have not got back on the highway on the way to your destiny, and your destination. So guess what, focus on your destination, not the vehicle. And it's whatever means necessary to get you to your goals.
2: Mm. There you have it. I told y'all this was gonna be a powerful interview. We have the gods, the little G gods, greatness on display, who, who gave us bar after bar. I promise you, you have to watch this interview over and over and over again, because there were a lot of valuable gems that were given. Um, I know y'all got something special that y'all wanna to talk to the people about, you know?
3: Yeah, man, just to be quick, man, uh, digital real estate, as, as everybody knows, actually closed down. Uh, and the only way that you can get access to it is, is in our uh, technology system that we have called BizCo. Um, are you familiar with uh, entrepreneurs who got like Sam Card? then you got to get ClickFunnels, then you got to get all these different websites? What's the most you probably paid a month by having to connect all these just to man, run an online business? Man, at least the most? between five and a thousand dollars? Five and a thousand dollars a month. What we have done with BizCo, you can get all that for less than $500, mm. um, it comes with click. Fun- it come with your own funnels. Mm. Uh, we have email marketing, we got just our whole system on exactly how we was able to grow businesses to seven and eight figures. So your landing pages, mm. lead pages that you gotta get, all these different platforms because what we saw as an entrepreneur, we had all these different websites and sometimes you'll, you'll forget that you even subscribe to one and you're not even using it no more. So because of that, as an entrepreneur going online with BizCo system that came out of Jake's mind, he wrote it down on a piece of paper years ago now all of these technology we used to have to connect together you can get it all in one with systems.io. that's a technology that we have but do you know well many of you i'm pretty sure you know with these sam cards that you got to get with lead page you got to get you still got to buy courses right. you still got to learn how to make money online you still got to get got to get these other mentorships what we did was we threw that in for free so not only are we cheaper with our technology than all these platforms that you have to get, but instead of you having to go already pay for uh, pay for education anyway, pay for these courses anyway, purpose to profit that he has. We got 100K month blueprint, 50K in two day blueprint, digital real estate, you get all of our courses and we give accountability calls every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, and it comes with continued education. So the continued digital real estate game that you're gonna get is gonna be access inside of BizCo. So you get the technology that we have connecting all these all this stuff that we used to connect and you get free education inside of BizCo for less than $500 a month less than even $400 a month when you add when you when you add it up. So the special that we have um we're going to we're going to do this. How about this? We're going to surprise y'all. Text ASH A S H to 214-884-4644 and we're going to include a discount for y'all just for y'all watching this podcast, just for y'all tuning in, text the word ASH 8 not the other word, ASH to 214-884-4644. And we're gonna give you guys a, a discount and help you guys out. Oh, that's cars. love.
2: And I, I promise you, like right now, I I probably got five or six systems, the SAM cards, the click photos, the, the convert kit, the all all of that stuff just to, to run it. So definitely check out, you know, make sure you, you text that number. Uh, but I appreciate you brothers. Thank you so much. It was like such a pleasure because, you know, again Um, You know, I've been fans. And just to to have you live and direct and blessing the people, because that's what's most important. We're blessing the people. Um, If they wanted to connect with y'all, where can they find you?
3: Uh, Man, Brother Ben X on everything, man. That's what I always say. Brother Ben X on Instagram. I got TikTok rocking and rolling now. Facebook, YouTube. You can find me at Brother Ben X or you can go to BrotherBenX.com.
0: Uh, you can go to Jake Taylor Jacobs, J A K E T A Y L E R J A C O B S. Jake Taylor Jacobs on everything, JakeTaylorJacobs.com. Jake Taylor Jacobs on all the social media
2: platforms. All right, y'all, we are closing out the vault. Another powerful episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Inside the Vault. Follow me at I am Ash Cash, and I'll see you next time for another. Uh, and so I'll see you next time for another powerful show same time, same place in God's will. Peace Oh yeah
3: yeah oh yeah oh yeah you won't ask cash, you can catch it right here in the bar.